If you've ever had the feeling that things were hopeless, hold on. You may feel you're facing an impossible situation, but the Bible says God is able to do far more than we would ever dare to ask or even dream of, infinitely beyond our highest prayers, desires, thoughts, or hopes. Now, hope comes from having a purpose. Hope is as essential to your life as air or water, and wonderful changes are going to happen in your life as you begin to live it on purpose. God says, I know what I'm planning for you. I have good plans for you, not plans to hurt you. I will give you a hope and a good future. I'm Rick Warren, and this is Daily Hope. Today on Daily Hope, Rick continues his series called The Invisible War with part two of a message called Set Free from Me. Our scripture reference is Romans chapter 8. And now, here's Rick. Laws simply work on outside behavior. They don't work on inside change. They don't change you on the inside. For instance, if I were to bring a, a pig out here, a big sow, that had been rolling around in the mud and the dirt and eating garbage and, and, and it stinks to high heaven and say, what is this? You'd say, it's a pig. Now, I take that pig backstage and I run it through a couple of car washes. And then I put it in a bathtub and, and I have bath salts and perfumed soap suds and, and I get it all cleaned up and I brush the, 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 you know, their teeth. The, 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 the pig's teeth. And, and then I, I sprinkle some foo-foo juice on it, you know, some corral number five, you know, that would be appropriate for a pig, okay? And, and, I, and I, I rub it down with oil of Olay so its skin is just silky, silky soft. And then I tie a ribbon around its neck and I put a bonnet on it and I, and I, I put some eyeshadow and fake eyelashes on this pig. And, and I put a dress on it, and then I put some lipstick on this pig. And I bring this pig out, and I say, now what is it? Still a pig. Okay? You may have spiffed up the outside, but the nature has remained unchanged. And this is what happens with self-help programs, is that we spiff up the outside, and we, by sheer willpower, say, I'm going to take a bath. I'm going to get on some new clothes. I'm going to change my behavior. And all the outside looks different, but inside it's still the same nature. If you're going to have radical change, transforming change in your life, it's got to change your nature. And only God can do that. No self-help program can change your heart. Which, by the way, is why I'm not a politician. I have zero faith in politics or laws to change human behavior. Why? Because it's just fixing the outside. You can pass a law that says nobody will be a bigot or a racist. Is that going to change anybody's heart? No. Only Jesus can change that heart. And I have seen people come to Christ and they change from a racist into a compassionate person and from a bigot into a loving person. Only Jesus can change that. If I thought you could change human behavior by laws, I'd be a politician. But there's no track record that it actually changes people. Only God can change the inside. Which, by the way, is why we don't spend so much time promoting all political laws. 
You know, there are some Christians who think they're going to make the world a better place just by creating a law. Well, people just break it. I mean, they want a law against this sin and 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 a law against this sin. And and they think that's going to change people. No, people are just going to break the law. You do. God has given all kinds of laws in his word, and you don't obey those. And you break them all the time. See, one of the things we know here at Saddleback is you don't expect somebody to act like a believer until he is one. Because he doesn't have the power to change. He doesn't have the ability to change. So passing a law that says everybody's going to be moral or everybody's going to do this, that doesn't change. That's, that's, fit, that's cleaning up the pig. It doesn't change our nature. God put into effect, notice here, so God knew that laws couldn't save us, but God put into effect a different plan to save us. He sent his own son in a human body like ours, except that ours is sinful, and God destroyed sin's control over us by giving his son as a sacrifice for our sins. In other words, he gave us the power to make those changes, to forgive us and to change us. And then it said, he did this, Jesus died on the cross, so that the requirement of the law would be fully accomplished for us. Circle the phrase, for us. What is he saying there? That Jesus not only paid for all your sins, he did all the right things for you. Those of us who no longer follow our sinful nature, but instead follow the Spirit. In other words, if you were to die tonight, and you were to go stand before God in heaven, and God were to say to you, did you keep all my laws? What your answer is, is no, but he did. And you point to Jesus. And you get in on Jesus' righteousness. You get into heaven, not because you're a good person, because you kept 100% of God's immutable laws. No, you, you don't get in, because nobody's done that. But Jesus did. And it says there, Jesus not only paid for your sins, he did all the good things, and so his righteousness is imputed to us. It is given to us. We go, I didn't do good on earth, but he did. And God says, all right, friend of Jesus, come on in. You get a pass. That's called grace. That's called grace. You put your trust in my son. You trusted what I sent him to do for you. Do you understand what Jesus Christ did for you? That's why when we sing that song, uh, you know, I'm alive because of what Jesus did for me. It's all because of his love. That's true. Now, if you really are serious about changing your life for the better, you've got to start where God tells you to start. And God says, you don't start with your behavior, your actions. And you don't start with your feelings, your emotions. You start with your mind. The battle for you to be set free from me starts in changing your mind. Be renewed, be transformed by the renewing of your mind. The Bible teaches very clearly that the way we act is determined by the way we feel. And the way we feel is determined by the way we think. For instance, if I'm acting depressed, it's because I feel depressed. And if I'm feeling depressed, it's because I'm thinking depressed thoughts. And if I want to get over my depression, I don't force myself to change my behavior. That doesn't work. 
and I, I don't force myself to change my, my feelings. You can't change a feeling. You cannot force a feeling. A guy says, you know, I don't love my wife anymore. So how, how do, what? I said, well, okay, what are you going to do about it? Well, I'm just going to force myself to feel that I love her. How will that work? It doesn't work. You can't force a feeling. It's like telling a crying kid, now, I command you to be happy. I'm trying, daddy, I'm trying. You cannot force a feeling. In fact, when you try to force a feeling, everybody knows you're faking it. You can't force a feeling. You can't fight that feeling anymore. <laughs> if you laughed at that, you're really old. Okay, you are really, really old. Okay, now, uh, what you do is you change the way you think. And if you change the way you think, that's gonna change the way you feel, and it will change the way you act. So, if you say, you know, I don't have any feelings for my wife anymore. You can act your way into a feeling, and you can think your way into a feeling, but you can't feel your way into a feeling. If you start acting loving towards your wife, and you start thinking loving thoughts toward your wife, I'm gonna tell you what, the feelings will come back. They will return. You act your way into a feeling, and you think your way into a feeling, but you don't feel your way into a feeling. Now, the good thing about this is that now that you're a Christian, you have the Holy Spirit inside of you, and so you can ask him to help you put good thoughts in your mind. So now you're not just on your own. You're not just out here trying to think up stuff by yourself on what would be a good thing for me to think about. You can say, Holy Spirit, put good thoughts in my mind. That's the second thing we learn from Romans 8. Write this down. Number two, the second mental habit to defeat the weapons of self-destruction is I ask the Holy Spirit to give me better thoughts. I ask the Holy Spirit to give me better thoughts. And if you ask him to give you better thoughts, do you think he will? Of course he will. Of course he's gonna give you better thoughts. That's a prayer he's gonna answer. I ask the Holy Spirit to give me better thoughts. This is the second key to permanent change in your life. Now this is what it says in the next two verses, verses five and six of Romans eight. Those who live according to the sinful nature have their mindset on what the nature, that nature desires. But those who live in accordance with the Spirit have their mindset on what the Spirit desires. Now there's two kinds of mindsets. Circle the mindsets. There's the mindset of your old nature and there's the mindset of the Holy Spirit. There's the mindset of the way I normally think about my life and there's the mindset of how the Spirit sees my life. Which one's gonna be true? The one that the Spirit says. So I have to choose between these mindsets. Am I gonna set my mind on the way I normally think about my life, or am I gonna set my mind on the way God thinks about my life? Rick Warren with a portion of today's message about Set Free From Me. It's part of the series, The Invisible War. There's more real hope ahead, so stay tuned. Pastor Rick has served the church locally and nationally for more than 30 years. He's the author of many books, including The Purpose Driven Life. If you've been helped through any of Rick's ministries, he'd love to hear your story. You can connect with us right now through the Daily Hope website at rickwarren.org or just call 1-800-600-5004. That's rickwarren.org or call us at 1-800-600-5004. In a moment... 
Daily Hope with Rick Warren returns. Why am I alive? Does my life really matter? What on earth am I here for? Have you ever asked yourself these questions or wondered about the answers? In his newly expanded book, The Purpose Driven Life, What on Earth Am I Here For? Pastor Rick Warren has updated this best-selling book with 30 additional hours of teaching, including video chapter introductions, audio lessons, and two brand new chapters. This Christ-centered book is a must-have for anyone struggling to find their place in this world and ultimately in God's plan. And in launching this new ministry, we'd love for you to have a new hardback copy of this book for a gift of any amount in support of this ministry. We deeply appreciate the opportunity to bring hope from God's Word to you, people in your community, and across the country. Again, that's the new hardback book, The Purpose Driven Life, What on Earth Am I Here For? for a gift of any amount. So call today, 800-600-5004, or visit rickwarren.org. Here's Rick Warren. Am I going to set my mind on the way I normally think about my life, or am I going to set my mind on the way God thinks about my life? Now, there's a big difference in choosing these mindsets, because if you choose one, you're going to get one response, and if you choose the other, you're going to get another. And the next part of the verse tells us what that is. The mind of sinful man is what? That means it's self-destructive. Thoughts that you come up with yourself are going to tend to be self-destructive. The mind of sinful man is death, but the mind controlled by the spirit is what? Life and peace. Okay, I don't normally do this, but how many of you would like to have life and peace this summer? Yeah, uh, me too. I would like to have life and peace this summer. And it's all about the mindset you choose. The economy may not change, it probably won't. Your problems probably won't change, those ones that are persistent. But your mindset can change. And that's the difference between a life of self-destruction or a life of life and peace. Now, this is the Holy Spirit's answer to uncontrolled thoughts. What I do is I ask the Holy Spirit to give me better thoughts. And this is the principle of replacement. I want you to write this word down. Replacement. The principle of replacement is anytime you want to change something in your life and you're serious about changing it, you don't resist it, you replace it. When you got something negative in your life, you don't resist it, you replace it. You say, I want to stop smoking. You don't smoke, go, I want to stop smoking, I want to stop smoking, I want to stop smoking. It's like frog and toad together, that story we read last week. I don't want to eat a cookie and I just ate one. I don't want to eat a cookie and I just ate one. I don't want to eat a cookie. No, because the whole time you're focusing on what you don't want and whatever you focus on gets your attention. Whatever gets your attention gets you. That's why if you want to break any bad habit in your life, the key is not to resist it, but to refocus. Whatever you resist persists because you keep focusing on it. Now, it, it's, it's like if I'm flipping TV channels and all of a sudden there's something on TV that I don't really want to watch or I shouldn't watch. I don't sit there and go, I don't want to watch it. I don't want to watch it. I don't want to watch I just flip the channel. I replace it. And the moment I replace it, it's gone. It has no grip on me anymore. So, I mean, if you're standing in an airport bookstore and they've got all these girly magazines and you're standing in front of them and you say, I don't want to look at them, I don't want to look at them. What do you do? 
Well, you don't stand there, you walk away. You, okay, you, you slam the door. If you want, don't want to get stung by the bees, you, you just get away from them. And, and, and you, you replace it with something else. Now, let's say I had a big, fat, juicy donut sitting right here. Okay, I mean, and it's hot. And the glaze is just kind of dripping off the side. Now, I'm on the Daniel plan. Okay? And as I told you last week, our church has lost over 200,000 pounds together, which is amazing. And it's not too late to join us. We still got half a year more. It's a one-year program. And, uh, and you could go to danielplan.com and, and join up and get your numbers and get all the doctor's help and stuff like that. Now, if it's sitting here, I don't go, I don't want that donut. I really, really, I'm just smelling it. Oh, baby, oh, baby. That yeasty smell. Mm. Oh, wow. Yeah. No, what do I do? I just look over it down to you guys. And the moment I see you guys, it's lost its grip on me because my attention has changed. Now, as long as I resist the donut, it doesn't work. But the moment I refocus on something else, I don't even think about it anymore. Does that make sense? Okay, so I ask the Holy Spirit to give me better thoughts to replace the negative ones in my mind. Now, you choose what you dwell on. Satan gives you ideas, those are called temptations. The Holy Spirit gives you ideas, those are called inspiration. You get ideas, but the, the truth is, you choose what you focus on. But now, now that you're a believer, you have a helper. And you can say, Holy Spirit, I invite you to give me your ideas. And, and a lot of times, the Holy Spirit, the God Spirit will say to me, hey Rick, why don't you think about this instead? Good idea. And I just change my thoughts. Now, I would encourage you to invite the Holy Spirit to have free access to your mind. You say, God, you have put your spirit inside of me. I give you free access to my mind. 24 hours a day, I invite you to suggest good thoughts. Why? Because they'll always be the truth. They'll always be right. They'll always be helpful. They'll always be pure. Those are the things we are to think on. So you invite the Holy Spirit to put thoughts in your mind. Why? Because those who live according to sinful nature have their mind set on one thing, but those who live according to the Spirit have their mind set on another. And the mindset that I normally have leads to self-destruction. And the mindset that God's Spirit gives me leads to peace. And I want peace in my life. So, and that's why I said you know, earlier, we don't expect unbelievers to act like believers until they are. They don't have the power. Look at the next verse. The sinful mind is hostile to God. It does not submit to God's law, nor can it do so. It can't even do it. Those controlled by sinful nature cannot please God. So why do you work on passing a law when they don't have the ability to change it, to change? Only God can change us. Change comes from the inside out. Third principle. Third mental habit you're gonna need to develop to apply the truths of Romans 8 in your life. And that is this, I realize I have a new ability to say no. I need to remind myself, I need to remember on a daily basis, I need to realize that now that I'm a believer, I have a new ability to say no to the things that are self-destructive in my life. 
Now this is very important because before you became a believer, all you had was willpower and you lost most of those bad habits because lost to most of them because you don't willpower wears out it's not enough but now with the spirit in your life you have a new ability to say no a new power and you need to learn how to tap into that power I don't know about you but I could admit pretty honestly that before I had the Holy Spirit in my life there were some things I just couldn't say no to I didn't have the ability to say no to them Now you can call them compulsions, you can call them habits, you can call them urges, you can call them lusts, you can call them impulses, you can call them your old nature. But the truth is there were some things in my life I I just couldn't say no to. I had no ability to say no because I didn't have, all I had was willpower. That's Rick Warren with Daily Hope, and he's going to be right back to share with you about the true source of your strength. But first, I'm going to tell you about the Daily Hope website, rickwarren.org. If you log on today, at that site, you can get the entire message you heard today, get message notes, you can sign up for Rick's Daily Hope devotional, and you can even access all of Rick's social media links there, too. Log on now, rickwarren.org. And please don't forget, Rick would love to know how today's lesson or one of his books or another resource has helped you with your walk with Christ. So visit us today at rickwarren.org. And now today we have a special book for you for a gift of any amount. And that's to thank you for your financial support of Daily Hope. It's Rick Warren's New York Times bestselling book, The Purpose Driven Life. As Rick shares in this newly expanded version of the book, when battling the invisible war, your starting place must be with God and His eternal purposes for your life. Understanding your purpose leads to healing and empowers you to fight the good fight. So please go ahead and give us a call to request your copy of The Purpose Driven Life, What on Earth Am I Here For? today. 1-800-600-5004. That number again, 800-600-5004. Once again, here's Rick. If you remember one thing from today's message, I hope it'll be this. You have the ability to say no to sin. Do you hear that? What great news that is. I can be set free from me. The Bible tells us that we do not have to sin, that we can make the right choices when the Holy Spirit empowers us to do the right thing. God says we don't have any obligation to our old sinful nature anymore, and we don't have to do what it begs us to do. That's what Romans 8.12 is all about. That kind of freedom is only available through Jesus Christ. Jesus said it like this in John 8.36. If the Son sets you free, you will be free indeed. Now that freedom, real freedom, is freedom from fear. It's freedom from guilt, freedom from worry, from bitterness, from all of the things that mess up our lives. You're free to quit pretending because you're free to become yourself, who God made you to be. How do we do this? How do we get rid of these fears? How do you do this? How do you get rid of those kind of fears? By letting God love you. When love comes in the front door, fear goes out the back door. The Apostle John teaches us that there's no fear in love, but perfect love drives out all fear. So here's the key. 
When you realize how much God loves you, that's when you'll begin to live in true freedom. In fact, you'll want to worship Him. When you recognize that God is love, you can't help but love Him back. You see, the problem is not that you don't love God enough. The problem is you don't realize how much He loves you. Because when you fully experience His love, you can't help but love Him back. Be sure to join me next time as we continue to look at God's Word for our daily hope. This program is sponsored by Daily Hope Ministries and listeners like you. 